Hello guys, welcome back to Hello There Podcast and today we are back with another Star Wars Wednesday. Last week we talked about episode 1 and how it evolves around the universe and many more more. I'm again joined by my friend Lewis and today we have got a special guest with us, uh, my friend Charlotte. Hello! So yeah, today we're going to talk about Star Wars episode 2 and yes, I know that this this is Lewis's favourite film. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't like episode two. I, I love the Lewis, <laughs> Lewis Lewis loves it. He loves it. I know it's trash. So if if me and Charlotte love this film, we are just we were just screwed. <laughs> I think that well, yeah, the uh, prequel films are something like, you know, when you drop food on the floor and you think it was gonna be good. But, you know, it's been on the floor for, like, longer than 10 seconds. So you have to pick up, like, some of the hair and stuff. And it's not perfect, <laughs> but you're eating anyway. That's what the yeah. prequels are like. Yeah, episode two's got lots of hair in it, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> been on the floor for way too long. Way, 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 way more longer than five seconds. That's yeah. Way. <laughs> yeah. Should have should have just threw it in the bin. Just should have left it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the original ones, they're like a perfect cake, pristine. Yeah, I say it. Untouchable, apart from George Lucas. Yeah, they're a perfect cake baked by your nan. And then this is just, these are just. Well, no, I I like. Episode 2 is the only one I hate. Yeah. Uh, They have good moments, though. They have good moments. Like, they had, yeah. All the kind of end scenes are the best. Yes. Like, you've got, you know, you've got the the end fight scenes, and the, the arena is really cool in this one. Yeah, yeah, that's quite cool. Shooter or something. Oh, shooter. <laughs> yeah, so it, it definitely, I think it definitely has moments in there where it could be potential good, but 90% of the film is like, no, no way. Not not enjoying that. So I think I think they just could have done so much better than what they should have done. Like, number one, it was all right. It was not the best, but... Again, Darth Maul, film. best part of it, Darth Maul and that fight is the best part. And then the rest is... Yeah. We got the pod chase. That was cool as well. Yeah. Well, I, I said that last week in yeah. the chat. I was like, oh, don't forget the, the pod racing. Yeah. But yeah, yeah that, that was... You know, the, the kids' acting's pretty bad. Yippee! Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yippee! <laughs> I just can't help but think of Jingle All The Way. Every time I see that kid, oh my god! Wizard Annie, wizard. But yeah, so so Lewis, obviously you hate um, episode two. I do. I think I think I think all of us. Well, we have some kind of dislikeness of episode two. Like, what are your thoughts on this film? Then, like you know, personally, what what do you think they could have done better? I just think it's super boring and there's way too much politics. And like Charlotte yeah. says, it it, it, kick, it yeah. gets better towards the end when the clones actually do attack. Yeah. That's yeah, there's so thought, much yeah. build-up, isn't it? And you're just it like, is. come on, get with the good stuff. It's like worms in Padme's bedroom and then they're sitting in the Senate. Oh, and like, yeah, just okay. like, oh, oh my God, can we just point this out, right? The worms in Padme's bedroom. Okay, so you've got <laughs> Django Fett who hires a changeling assassin... And then her assassination attempt is slugged through the window while she sleeps. Rather than yeah. pretending she's one of her guards because she's a changeling. That's good... That's Do you know what? Just, uh... That is an amazing <laughs> point. Oh, no, <that> was right. 
I never even I thought that. Worst assassin no. ever. You got the Snored, mate. That's a good point. What's the point of her being able to do that if she doesn't use it? Yeah. Yeah. There's wow. no point. Wow, Lewis. Mate. I hate film even more. Right, right guys. <laughs> I, I, I think I think me and Lewis will just leave her here and we'll just give Charlotte the whole show. <laughs> that was like that was like Charlotte drop dropping the mic. Like, mic mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> me and Lewis like, well, <laughs> Sorry, I've got a few more kind of random like thoughts. Oh, Lewis, mate, we are done for, mate. We are done. <laughs> I could rant about yeah. it all day, but we're only doing this for what forty-five minutes. <laughs> yeah, we we are here all day. Look, you might as well be. Literally, me and us might just sit back, put our feet up, and let let Charlotte just talk it out. <laughs> yeah, give us space. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it sounds good. That good plan. What? Sorry though, Lewis. Like, I want to hear why Lewis hates it so much because I feel he has a rant that he's holding back. Just let it all out. He, on the podcast he definitely is. Oh yeah. Well, it's just Goalless. it's just mega Come boring, on. and it's and it <laughs> creeps me out with the way he talks to Padme in some scenes. Oh yeah. mate, I hate mate. that. Gross. It's like, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, she's going. Mm. Especially when when it's when Anakin's talking about the dreams he had. I'm like, oh mate, stop it. Oh my god. Dream the, the, the sand chat line. Everybody hates oh. that part. I hate sand. And then you share a kiss. Gets and you're like, really? He gets everywhere. That does it for you? He he hates sand? Okay. She's like, mm, he's talking about sand. A bit strange. <laughs> yeah, but a bit old, isn't it? <laughs> Go on, Lewis, but Lewis, yeah, so what is your little rant then, Lewis? Because this is definitely your one films it's that you hate you say and it's boring and what what else did you hate about it i it's just it's just cringe and it's boring and it's way too much build up and i i hate i hate the characters and <laughs> i just i hate i hate almost everything about it apart from when the clones attack and when they have that that Django fight on camino yeah and that's so it so like 90% of the film you just yeah. hate <laughs> but 10% thumbs up if it, if it yeah the, yeah the, the 10% just yeah Makes it right. It's like, and there's a lot of them sitting in the Senate, and it's like, it's like watching, watching like BBC Parliament, and you know you having to watch that. And I'm like, oh my god, just shut up, mate. mate I, I, I was rewatching yesterday, and I was just tr- struggling to watch it. It was just so boring. I'm like, it really just, is. Just I get can't to watch the, it. Just, just get to it. Just like, come on, just get to it. Like, like, because at the beginning you got the chase scene. And it kind of tries to speed up then, but then it just slows completely down. I'm like, I want to see more. Like, you know, don't go back to politics. It's just, I, I think they throw too much politics in this film. Yeah, they way did too much. the equal ones, absolutely. And what they should have done, because what, what makes politics interesting is the ones that you don't realise are on the bad side. And I don't know if you guys remember uh, the whole theory of what Jar Jar Binks is really like. Like, he's not that you know, he's the most annoying character and he's supposed to be really stupid, uh, you know, but yeah. if he had actually been one of these sort of secret characters, you know, he's actually the bad guy, he's a mole for the dark side. I've seen loads of these theories. I love them. I, I love that. Oh, yes, <laughs> yeah. It's always been like him acting all Misa, you, sir, and it was actually, Misa, he wasn't Misa, actually Misa. like that at all. And he was like... He was playing up to like being this really daft character that he actually wasn't. That would have made all the politics like worth it, don't you reckon? 
Yeah. I think that's definitely Yeah, if there's something else behind it, not just... Yeah, because yeah. you would just be following yeah. it for no reason, like it's boring. There's there's something bigger at play that has a yeah. lot to do with the story that would have made it like such a payoff. But no. Missed opportunity. No, I, think I do like that theory. No, 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 that's actually a good theory, actually. I like that. I've not had that. I just no, want to talk about it's a random scene, but I really like it when um, Obi Wan goes to like um, uh, the library and talks to that lady, and she says, "If it's not an archive, oh, the librarian." I don't know. I just, I just love that lady. Oh, the, the librarian. Yeah. Yeah, it must be here somewhere. It's not in archives. It does not exist. Yeah. I don't know. I just like her. Yeah, she's all classy, isn't she? Yeah. Oh, she's all right. Perhaps the archives are incomplete. So, no, absolutely uh, not. No. <laughs> Anything else, Lewis? You add into like the hate list this week? I mean, I don't think Hayden Christensen is 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 that great. I mean, I know he gets a bad rap anyway. Yeah, for his his uh, his portrayal. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, this film as well got um worse. He got worse supporting actor. Really. Apparently so. Did he? Or for this? Yeah. Oh, awkward. Oh, that's a bit bad. At the Bad Movie Awards. Oh, is it like a Raspberry? Yeah. Golden Raspberry Awards, yeah. Oh. (laughs) He got that. I can see why, though, because his acting is just so... It's really wooden, and then when he kind of has a tantrum, it's... (laughs) I mean, you know the part where he he (laughs) says to Padme about, you know, um, getting revenge um, and killing... The, the, the women the and the children, too. I hate the them. The women <laughs> and the children. Yeah. Like animals. I saw them like animals. I hate <laughs> them. Yeah. yeah, and his bottom lip quivers. <laughs> like he's, you know, when like a child <laughs> counts and they're about to cry and they're like, Ooh. and but he Padme's does that. Well and into like, that. Oh, no. Yeah, she is 100%. Oh, she loves that. She's like, oh, he's just slaughtered kids. Fuck yeah. I know. Mate, that... That's just serious <laughs> red flag. That is like 50 Grey of Star Wars. That is it. Yeah. Like uh, she, he's just confessed to mass murder. It's bad. Enough. I mean, okay, I can get behind a revenge plot, and when it comes to like what happened with his mother, I can totally get behind that he got revenge on the people that that did yeah. that. But the fact that he sorted the women and the children, literally everyone around him, and she still marries him at the end of the film, like, hello, like... you're a politician, red flag. <laughs> Brilliant. He hates sand, and he kills kids. Yeah, like that is not like that's not husband material. That's not even. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, so definitely not. That's brilliant. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so obviously, you know, there are some major cringe moments throughout this film, for the whole film, pretty much. Like, what is one moment that really made you cringe throughout this whole film? It's it's definitely the bit towards the beginning of, of the film when um Anakin's in Padme's room just going like absolute creepazoid. Oh yeah. Yeah. That is well, we, oh, yeah, that's a bit weird. The awkward love oh. story in general between the two of them. I mean, I, I'm okay with the age difference because apparently it's only five years. So that's not oh, a good oh, Because apparently Anakin's supposed to be nineteen and Padme's supposed to be twenty four. That's what I read. Um so they've got five years okay. difference, which isn't a big deal. But when you think about him being a young child in the very first one and, yeah. and being Natalie Portman still playing the same character, she looks like she's 15, 16, but apparently she's 13 in The Phantom Menace. What? Yeah. 
but they're like they're supposed to be children but like with a five-year age difference but she looks a lot older than him so when he's supposed yeah. to be older in the second one it's very it's a bit like whiplash like all of a sudden it's like there's a romance you're like what <laughs> so yeah <it's> definitely <laughs> she was it's- eyeing him up in episode one she it, was. He apparently thinks of him as a brother in the first one, like a little oh, brother. Yeah. So why should we go from that to being like marrying him at the end of the second film? Yeah, like, oh. it's, it's, it's a bit weird, isn't it? It's a bit weird. Yeah. No, I don't like that. I do. Yeah, that's a bit yeah. weird. It's like you're either, I mean, if you think of somebody when they're like five years younger than you and they're like nine years old and you're like 13 and you always consider them a brother, you'll have a platonic relationship for the rest of your lives. You will not get married to that person. So I just feel like the love story is yeah. awkward in that way. Not the age difference of five years, but how young he is in the first one compared yeah. to like the second one. True. There's no romance. It doesn't work. It's creepy. Yeah, definitely. I can vouch for that as well. It's, uh, yeah, it's definitely, I think, they they made the love story so, so cringy. It's yeah. But... It's a little weird, I think. And they don't have enough moments together before the romance really kind of kicks off either. They don't have, like... There isn't enough tender moments because, like Lewis said, it's just him acting really cringe around her and not taking no for an answer. And apparently yeah, she's like, kind of forcefully. Later. Yeah, then has feelings for him later on before they get into the arena. It's like, oh, we're going to die, so I'll tell him I love him. It's like, but why? <laughs> why do you yeah. love him? He's <laughs> murdered people. He's... He's creepy and he loves sand. Well, hate sand, sorry. You know, it's like. Sand goes everywhere. everywhere. It's rough rough and it's coarse. Yes. And it goes everywhere. No, it goes everywhere. I hate it. Yeah. I hate it. It goes everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's probably like Lewis's favorite part. It is. (laughs) This is that one part. I think that one part just has went free in your mind, just constantly just sits there. Yeah, it does. <laughs> I quote it a lot for myself. And, uh, but should we talk a little bit about of, um, Christopher Lee's, you know, Count Dooku's part of the I whole lo- film? I love Christopher Lee as Count Yeah. yeah. It, he, I, I think he did a good job. For he the film. I think the he did a good job, even though it's more. Yeah. Yeah, literally. But the thing is, though, he only had a, like a very small part of the film in this film, which is sucks. I, you know, I'd love to see more, more from him. Yeah, he's like, really more, like, you kind of hear him throughout the film of Fat Dooku, and then you, then you finally see him towards the end. It's like it'd, it'd be nice to see more of Count Dooku throughout the film. Yeah. Totally what agree. if I told you that the Republic was now under the control of a dark lord of the Sith? Oh, Lewis. But yeah, no, so... Do you think he's an interesting character that should have really been looked at closer? Because look at the dynamic between how Anakin and his mentor Obi-Wan turns out. You know, it, it doesn't work out very well, obviously, and it's... Uh, everything kicks off in the third one. But um, are we to be surprised when Yoda is fighting his old Padawan, who is Count Dooku? It's like history repeating itself. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, definitely. Because the two were like a Padawan and a Master and they're enemies. So it's like, does this happen a lot with the Jedi Order? Or <laughs> Yeah, they always, seem to, they always seem to turn, don't they? Yeah. And you have to ask yourself why. <laughs> 
exactly. <laughs> yes. That's what I always think when I watch Star Wars. It's like there's clearly a lot wrong with your order if your your padwans keep turning against you when they get to a certain age. Yeah, it's it's like Luke Luke and Kylo in the films. Kylo turns. It's like it seems that everyone just seems to turn. Oh, we well, we'll we'll get there. Don't worry. Oh, mate, we'll we'll get in there. <laughs> oh yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> but but like there, there there seems to be a massive like clash. In the Republic, you know, there's a lot happening. Like it's like grey, the grey Jedi, I think. Yeah, there's a lot kind of wrong with how they behave as well. Because let's face it, they take children away from their families at a young age and expect a lot of them in their training. Yeah, definitely. And um, then they resent attachments, the Jedi. So they make sure that when they take them from their families, they're not permitted to have any relationships apart from, you know, training and. Even that, it's like if you're going to have a relationship within the Jedi Order, it's it's usually master and student, isn't it? So it's yeah. not really the same as having like a proper no, family. What What are your thoughts on the uh, how they approach things, Lewis? I yeah, I, I think that's you know it's pretty bang on, and I Do think. You think go- it- going back to like why the Jedi always seem to go to go bad, I think that's probably why. Because it's, it's they're so strict, yeah. so many rules, think, there's so much corrupt. expected. It's, yeah, it's like and corrupt. They're taken <laughs> from their families and then expected to not have any feelings about it. And a lot of the time, they take them when they're young, that they can be kind of indoctrinated into the Jedi Order. But they couldn't do that with uh, with Anakin because they took him when he was a bit older, so he remembered his mother. That was the that was one of the issues that makes him turn dark. I think because that obviously when you know her death in this film, yeah, causes him to yeah. flip the switch. But I feel like that switch could have been flipped potentially anyway because he was being kept from her. Yeah, that's true. And and I think Anakin in this film, you kind of see his anger rising. Like there's obviously a lot of the Jedi Council's not treating him as fairly. He wants to be trusted. He wants to do. You feel like you know he's got. You feel like he's ready, but a lot he, the Jedi Council doesn't feel like he's ready. So you could kind of see his anger it's yeah. slowly bubbling inside of him, and he's yeah. he's frustrated uh, with actually how the Jedi is treating him. So I think at some point, either way, I think he would probably switch sides in a way, just because the fact that he wants he wants people to trust him, and he feels like he's the most powerful. Jedi. Yeah, because they've basically told him he's the chosen one. He's special. So you imagine that. You're a nine-year-old yeah. boy. You're taken from your mother and you're told you're special and you're the chosen one. And they basically do all that and train him. And then they treat him with distrust. They tell him he's not yeah. ready. He's not good enough. And they, they don't like take him into the fold. They always keep him on the fringes, yeah. on the outside. And they don't accept him. And if you're not accepted, what do you do? You find somebody that will accept you, that will trust yeah. you. And he's ambitious. Be- so they made an because ambitious like- person. He's a Slytherin. He's ambitious. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he is. Also- <laughs> <laughs> he needs need somebody to be a fellow Slytherin. So where's he going to go? <laughs> he's going to go to Palpatine. Yeah. Because Palpatine can see his potential. Palpatine says in film that you know you see he has great power. And yeah. I think yeah, I think. In uh, Anakin's eyes, that's his best solution. Like you know, he, at, at Palpatine's the only one that can really trust him. He he realizes his potential, and I feel like he's the only one that can 
you know, Palpatine's the only one he can go to because really no one else seems to accept him. And everyone tries to say, oh, but Anakin, you know, just, you know, got, got you know, trust, basically trust the progress, you know, and stuff like that. But, you know, I, I think at this time and moment, he, he's been told all this stuff, like he's a chosen one. Yeah. And he's thinking, in it, and he's thinking, well, why, why don't you guys trust me then? If I'm a chosen one, give me, give me it then. Like, you know, let me, let me free. Yeah, absolutely. And he's um, every time you'll you'll see in in interactions, particularly with Mace Windu, how he looks at him like he doesn't yeah. like or respect Anakin, like he doesn't trust him. There's always like you know the shared looks when he you know Anakin has yeah or speaks up. And he, he probably felt that vibe. Like, even if they didn't say anything or reject him, like, you know, verbally, you know, when you're in a room full of people and they're looking you up and down, like, hmm. You know, they don't, they don't want me to be nah. here. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I believe. <laughs> and, um, and when he, he sees um, Palpatine, it's like he can sit down with him, have, like, he feels like he's on equal footing and he's going to give him the opportunities that he wants. And mm. it's what's really sad, actually. I, I've noticed this in this film. Um, there's a part where, um, yeah, um, Padme and Anakin, um, have just, uh, found out that Obi-Wan's in trouble and, um, oh, yeah. Yeah. you know, that, that, you know, Padme's like, uh, says to Anakin, you know, well, we should rescue him. Uh, you know, he's in trouble. He's like your friend, your mentor. And Anakin says, he's like my father. And yeah. I'm like, and it hits you in the feels because you're like, oh, bless you. Like he, he sees him not just as his master, but as his father. Father, like, yeah. Father figure's big deal. But in the third one, which obviously you know you guys are going to get mm. to in another episode, but I just want to point out that Obi Wan says you were like my brother. Yeah. Not really the same dynamic because no, they're not on the same wavelength. Yeah, Obi Wan's like you're like my younger brother, whereas he's like you're like my father. <laughs> so it's yeah. a big deal. And I feel like they want uh, there was a lot of miscommunications with what their relationship was. Yes, I think there's like definitely like a lot of a, a lack of trust in between everyone, and and there, there, there's different like, like I said, there's different wavelengths like how everyone feels about Anakin, and Anakin towards everyone is like <laughs> Anakin sees everyone as a father, but Anakin's like you're more to above to me. But like I said, like we said, Anakin's trying to find some kind of acceptance, and he's trying to find it. And um, and I feel like with as well with Senator Armadella, he, he also finds it. So I think that's another reason he forces himself towards Armadella because he feels that acceptance rather than with anyone else in the group. Yeah, um, he, he wants love and he wants affection. Really, he's like he's not Jedi material in that way. Actually, like he he may be strong and with the Force, but when it comes to his emotions, they want him to be emotionless, and that's just not the case with him. Yeah. He wants a family. If he yeah. his his mentor Obi Wan to be like a father to him. Yeah, um, definitely. And yeah, and like you say, he he chooses to have a relationship with with Padme, and um, and I have to wonder as well, right? The end scene where they get married, is that legal? Mm. Because he's clearly a Jedi, and no. yeah. laws in Star Wars universe, but I'm pretty sure that wedding was illegal. Like, it's, like it's, it's done in secret, you know. Yeah, I think I think you, I think they're not actually meant to like meant to yeah, do it, but I think they I keep think it off like the records, like oh. 
we're, we're yeah. going to keep a secret. But I didn't know if it's like, it's the case of, oh, it's forbidden, but they can still obviously do it, but it's forbidden, or it's illegal and that's not a legal ceremony. <laughs> Is it? Um, I want to know the legalities of the whole thing, really. <laughs> what what was your take on this? Go on. That, that's, that's a good point. I didn't, I didn't <laughs> think about that. <laughs> no. Is it actually illegal? Is it just forbidden? Yeah, because it's, like it's just a yeah. yeah, let's just face forbidden, but they, they did it because, as Anakin said in the film, anything's impossible. Anything's possible. So, yeah, we would we'll say it's forbidden, but they did it. Yeah, yeah, it must be because they still obviously get married. So, it must be yeah, just forbidden so it, and it's legal still. Yeah, so. yeah. Ah, there we go. Yeah. You learn something every day. Yeah. <laughs> <Which is bold. laughs> there we go. Beautiful. Wow. Come on, my mind, my mind's <laughs> been open. again from Charlotte. <laughs> Mic drop, mate. Again. <laughs> Mic drop. Done yeah. again, mate. Mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> but in this film, there, like, there are so many like points where they could have shelved the film, but I think that I think they tried to they tried to make it the best film, but ultimately it failed to be the worst film in the whole. Yeah. Saga. I think the I stuff think, that keeps interesting they... for me is what, what Obi Wan's doing during this whole thing when he goes to Kamui yeah. and you find out about the clones and yeah, all this yeah, see, that, that, that's interesting as well. That's, I, that's I, I like that scene because he goes to Kamui obviously he's trying to find who's this assassin is or and he's like kind of meets Jango and he's all these like massive army for clones and I think that's when it starts picking up the pace with the whole Obi Wan thing, which gets really interesting. Um, but with Anakin and Armadillo, it's like it's too crazy. Yeah, I'm not really interested too boring. in talking about yeah. sounds and eating pears with <laughs> cutlery. Too, too boring. <laughs> yeah, not interested in that. I think the whole Camino arc and stuff and the stuff for everyone is much more interesting. And then also we see young Boba Fett. Yeah. Yeah. You know. But yeah, it's, it's, it's good. Uh, it's definitely more interesting uh, about everyone, how they did it with him, but I have um, to say yeah. though, the the when you see the whole army and there's so many of them, and you're like, wow! So that the the tall aliens are what's they called a Kaminoans? 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 The tall, cute ones, anyway, look far too cute to be sinister. <laughs> I think they're naive. <laughs> they're, they're cloning. They're evil. That's they're what evil. they do, but they don't realize like to the extent the consequences of what they're up to. I don't think. Mm. Um, but yeah, but you see like the amount of them and I just, I can't help but wonder, and it's one of my like random thoughts. Okay. So just hear me out. Yeah. Did they have enough toilet and tea and coffee making facilities for that clone army? Cause oh, God, God, yes. I don't know if I've ever thought about that. Do you think, do you think there's enough? Of, of, uh, of Django Fett. And his, you know, you know, clone son, uh, Bubba. But yeah, like they, they've got like a nice little kind of apartment almost. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, like, like, staying. Mate, Lewis, do you think there's like one toilet, you know, just in the whole well, building for the clones? Reckon, I reckon there's a bucket outside of the rain they have to share. Oh, yeah, yeah <laughs> makes sense, yeah. <laughs> because, just, yeah just, just one, yeah? It must be a big building if they're, they're constantly cloning that each person needs a nice toilet shower. Tea and coffee making facility. Otherwise, why would you want to be cloned? Why would you even want to be in the army if they're not going to provide for you? <laughs> yeah. 
it must be a, some big massive operation going on there surely uh, yeah. for them to facilitate all them people and how can they tell who is who? Like, what are their names? Are they numbered? <laughs> the numbers. The numbers. The numbers. Stamped like eggs. Lewis. <laughs> Lewis. Go for the numbers, Lewis. Go. The nu- what? The nu- yeah, numbers go of for all, all the clothes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, hang on. Yeah, you two go. I'll, I'll, I'll carry on. <laughs> I'll just We'll be all night. <laughs> we'll be all night. <laughs> but, but, yeah, so that... You know, there, there are definitely some interesting, you know, scenes in this film, but there's a there's a lack of it, and I think that's what makes this film less interesting for Star Wars fans because this, you know, yeah. it was going to be it's sort of like was going to be the chosen one. It's like you know, it's meant to be kind of really hyped up Star Wars. You know, it's, it's really meant to be some fans were meant to enjoy. So, but I think there's there's like Lewis said at the beginning there's there's too much politics. There's too too much cringiness with the whole, you know, sand and love scenes, and that 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 they just they just try to squish it in too much. And I think if they just expanded and explored more of this stuff, like go towards more of Count Dooku, and yeah. and and not worry about the Senate and stuff like because it's it's too polit- political and it's just what Star Wars fans love to see. We like to see. Star Wars fights. We like to see lightsabers on lightsaber, and Lewis doesn't want to see any Anakin, Anakin getting uh, <laughs> lovey with a uh, under or sand or eating pears. Or sand. Oh yeah. Or sand. Yeah. Oh yeah. Or sand. Or oh, killing, <laughs> killing sand sand children. <laughs> so so like, that. I don't get it. Out of out of like I don't know. So we say like a film verdict of out of ten. On a ratio of one to ten, what where would you put the Star Wars episode two? I would give it a three myself, just purely because three. like when when the clones actually come and then like the whole bit of Obi Wan, I think redeems. So it. so if 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 that didn't happen, then would it would it be like a one? It, yeah, absolute, <laughs> absolute trash. Damn, bro. It it is bad, but there are parts of it that are good. I mean, you've got like really cool scenes. Um, You've got like uh, Count Dooku versus, you know, Yoda. That's quite a scene. Um, You've got um, R2D2 finally flies, and you're like, what? (laughs) Yesterday, I was watching, I was laughing yesterday. I didn't realize when uh, I forgot what scene it was. It was uh, Anakin and. It was Anakin and uh, Senator Amidala. Um, I'm, I'm trying to think. That's it. Name then. Uh, like, um, yeah, they're, they're walking up just these steps, and R two's in the background, just like hopping on these stairs. Like, he's like kind of hopping. Yeah. I, I just find that hilarious. I didn't realize that scene before. I can't remember seen it is now, but like you're walking up the stairs, and there's R two in the background. He's just like kind of hopping on these stairs up behind him. It's yeah. hilarious. I think that's really odd because, like, it's cool that he flies, and you're like, "Oh wow, we didn't, you know, we didn't know you could do that." But then it's like a big moment for the little guy. But then all the rest of the films, he's all wheels, and I'm like, "But what?" Huh? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's on wheels. <laughs> yeah, he's all wheels. Oh, oh his wheels. Going along. <laughs> you're like, "What happened to your rockets? Were they only on use?" Or <laughs> true. <laughs> There is um there is one politics scene in this film I think is good and that's when um Jar Jar Binks gives the emergency powers to Palpatine. 
Chancellor. Yeah. <laughs> Supreme Chancellor. Supreme Chancellor. Yeah. So that's, that's, quite, that's quite interesting scene. It sets out for the next the next film. Yeah, it's definitely like there were scenes in there where it's like kind of foreshadowing happening of Emperor Palpatine. I do think yeah. it's funny how proud Jar Jar Binks looks at the end of that speech. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, my he so like, he I have no idea what you just did. You know what? I tell you what, Jar Jar Binks has got that framed somewhere. He, he, he just has got that framed. He's like, yes, I've done something and everyone loves it for a change. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they call me. Yay. <laughs> but, but yeah, it, it's, it's definitely good. And, and Charlie, what was your verdict on like the film? So like at one to ten, where so, do you put? It's really tough because there's so much of what I hate, and we've spent most of this podcast talking about how much we hate. It. Yes. <laughs> but I, we I love Star like, Wars. We love it. I have a love hate relationship <laughs> with Star Wars, right? Because like I grew up with the original three films. Like I used to play Star Wars in the playground, at, you know, at primary school. You know, oh, yeah. like I loved it. Oh. And, um, and you know, it's uh, the original three films are like you know the best and they're classic. Yeah. But then, then the prequel ones came out. I watched them and they were entertaining, and I'll give them that. You know, the the the, the sequences in it on the big screen in the cinema, there was it was really cool. But I knew mm. that they were not anywhere close to the same caliber as the classic three films. Even the characters, like, you know, Lewis said, you know, the characters are terrible. And you think, this guy's supposed to be Darth Vader soon? Jeez. And then you've got... Yeah. You can't even compare Padme to Leia because you've got Leia who's into politics and she's considered Princess Leia, but she is, like... She's got balls of steel, and you don't want to mess with her. You know, she gets angry. She gets in people's faces. She's like, no. (laughs) You know? Yeah. She's, yeah, she she looks like she could smack you if she gets cross enough. But then you've got uh, Padme, who's supposed to be into politics and supposed to be a mother, and she's just like was really like light, lightly um, spoken. She's she just doesn't seem to have the same kind of spine and yeah. determination. And and they're supposed to be both into politics, you know. But I honestly think that Leia, there's you know, Padme's nothing even close to Leia. I can't even compare the two. And uh, there's characters in the the, the original three compared to like these ones. And I do think that's why these ones aren't as good. Plus the CGI is overused. It was good for its time, but it's aged badly. So yeah, I have to say, right, out of like, well, one to 10. So Lewis said three. I would say because of the action sequences and the general entertainment value, I'd give it a 4.5 maybe. I, oh, that's, good. that's too generous in oh. my opinion. Though. Yeah, it's too generous. <laughs> I, I I think uh, for me, um, it, the film is for the whole thing. It's it's wooden. It's awkward. It's awkward at attempt to make a romance. I hate it. Um, but <laughs> it, it's uh, I hate it. Um, but it's 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 dragged down by poor writing and, and wooden performances. Um, and I, and I think there was poor character development in there. I think they could have done a lot more. Yeah. And I think if they, if they just had done a lot more around the characters, especially Count Dooku, and and especially like with uh, Obi Wan's kind of crest as well, I think they kind of focused a lot more on that. Rather than these awkward romance scenes, we're, we're getting 
I think I think the film could potentially be a film. I think, I think there was a lot more better story writing in there. I think there was more there was more kind of love towards the film because it yeah. just seems to me it was, it was just slightly they kind of rushed the film. It's like they heavily, as we talk about film, this it's like heavily politics and it's it just you know for Star Wars fans, it's not one of the best films. I think yeah, you know it, it could they, it, it could have been something. Amazing. They didn't cram a lot in the timeline in this one because of it being oh it's ten years later from the first film, but they only yeah. really tell you that when um, Anakin tells Obi Wan he hasn't seen Padme in ten years. So ten years, have, yeah. You don't you have it get in that. your head, but it is really ten years later. There's some people online are confused even by the fact that he's in love with Padme and they get married because they're like, what is it, he fourteen? And it's like, no, he's this is like ten years later, and they don't know. Um, it, it's, so it, it's it makes so it awkward, and it's just too much crammed into one film. And the the progression of the love story, the progression of he's now you know older, and he's the the yeah. uh, you know pad one, and Obi Wan is now the master because in the first one, obviously he was the one in learning. So yeah, yeah, all of that just happens far too quickly for a trilogy. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, definitely. Because I think I think they could have, like what you're saying, like definitely be more story where like progressing into obviously what we know next is going to be what Anakin and Palpatine I think you know there could have been a lot more like kind of more character developments in them too because yeah because that's going to lead to the next film and that will want people to come back for that because even though this has gone long this whole story of politics Star Wars fans kind of know that there's something dark there's a happening beneath the surface you know there's Anakin we know that you know, he's become later Darth Vader, and we know that. You know, uh, uh, well, you see the Death Star plans Emperor. as well. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You see the Death Star plans towards the end. And that, which also Lewis, it leads up to Lewis's favorite film, which is Rogue One, because yeah. they say about the plans. I love Rogue One so much. So yeah, it, I, I love Rogue it. Kind of leads up to it. It's yeah. amazing. Can't go wrong yeah. with that film. Absolutely amazing. But it it goes to show that like. We're saying, but we're one in that film. There's absolutely incredible, absolutely amazing character development, and I think this kind of film, Forest Suit, it could have been uh, a better, much better Star Wars film. But yeah. I, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna give it a four. I'm gonna give it a four. I'm gonna be in, in the middle. <laughs> I know Lewis can hate me, but I, I think a four. It's just because it it it, ha- it has its moments. It has moments yeah. of where it has good action, but also good moments where you see lightsabers and but also like Lewis said about the Obi Wan scenes where you see him go to Camino. Far more interesting. Yeah. I mean, far far more interesting. And for me, it just get boosts up to four. I w I won't go low as three. Uh, it's terrible. Yeah. But I, I'm gonna be a little bit generous to Star Wars. A little bit generous. You see, because, I would give it a four. Give me money, give me money. Because I preferred it to the first one. The first one gets the lowest score from me. Oh, really? Lewis. Oh, don't say that to Lewis. He might cry. I know a lot of people don't like episode one, but I really like episode one. Wow. I honestly do. <sighs> I, I love episode do watch three. Charlotte. I, 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 I like I the first one. I think, <laughs> I think me and Lewis, on the first episode, we... Didn't we, Lewis? We kind of went in depth for why we like it yeah. so much for. We kind of talked about how much we loved it and and why. We, we, we But 
I, I think I, I definitely understand why people dislike it for and kind of yeah, disagree with it. I just, yeah, the first one just didn't resonate with me apart from the, the final end scene. And I just wanted to see more Darth Maul. And I feel like it, a bit like yeah. in this film, he was under you. Yeah. And a lot of the villains are in, in this series. The yeah. villains are under you, so. apart from Darth Vader. Yeah, Darth Vader is definitely one that they tend to push for. Um, but so, yeah, second film in, like, and me, me and Lewis in, in moment are like kind of like in a mode of. Do you think these three films? Do you think they are? Do you think they serve a purpose towards this massive story? Mm, I don't know if they're really necessary to be honest, because the yeah. mystery of Darth Vader is part of his appeal. You know, there's yeah. some sort of character's mystery that is it's important. You know, um, you you know enough about him from the original three films to find out that he's you know he's really Luke and Leia's father. He's obviously gone to yeah. the dark side. He's not really human anymore. Um, and I feel like a lot of the time when they do try and do these prequel stories, a lot of what they did with the originals is almost like replaced or erased, um, which bugs me a lot because they, they don't need to do that. They need to keep the mystery there and uh, keep people like guessing. You know, there's nothing wrong yeah. with that. You yeah. Don't yeah. You don't have to have everything explained to you that the mystery of a character is 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 more interesting. But that's, yeah. that's just me. That's what I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah sure. definitely. I agree with that. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Like, it's definitely have. It's definitely nice to have a character's mystery playing there because it keeps you more intrigued in that character, like of like his background stuff like that. Yeah, um, especially that's villains. Like, yeah, yeah, absolutely, and that's why I hate as well. Um, in the original Star Wars, when when Luke in Return of the Jedi takes off Darth Vader's helmet. And you see how he looks underneath it, and he's an old broken man. And you're like, damn, you know, um, that unmasking was important. But then you've got his spirit being at the end of it, um, and he's the old uh, man that Luke recognizes, uh, right? Because he took his helmet off, and he'd be like, yep, that's my dad. But uh, they yeah. replaced it with Hayden Christensen, who he would not recognize. Yeah, Luke would be like, who's that? Smile. <laughs> who's that? Who's, like, that? Who's, that? <laughs> who's that creep over there? Like, <laughs> it's a really creepy yeah. guy. Who's that guy talking about sand? Like, yeah, <laughs> sand. <laughs> to be honest, he deserves lots of sand in his afterlife, considering <laughs> he's a mass murderer. He wouldn't Stuck be like a ghost after all that. Yeah, please. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, look, what's your thoughts, Lewis, then on yeah, the I whole think, I think definitely, I, I I think definitely it's it's definitely unnecessary. Like Charles yeah. was saying, like having the mystery. I think we talked about this as well in our last episode. Yeah, like yeah we did. Yeah, stuff behind characters, especially villains, because it makes them more scary. Is uh, yeah, yeah. keeps them intrigued. Needed because I think in some cases it. We talked about this last week, didn't we, Lewis? When the whole um, Joker film was going to come up, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, and how many people was like, oh, about giving it a mystery. But I think as long as they don't dive in too much into the character's background. They don't reveal to us anything too much. Like, you know, does it take that mystery from us? I think that's the main thing from film. Like, don't don't take that mystery because that's what that's what we fan love that character for because there's there's a mystery behind them and, and we're like everyone talks about these theories and, and it that's you what keeps the chat going. Yeah, there's so many spots yeah, like you can just literally just talk about 
you know, what what might happen, what if could happen. And I think that's what we love about these characters. And I think as long as they don't give too much away, I think that's fine. Um, but obviously look at the success of Joker. It was because of the success of the character development. Uh, but I don't think uh, these films, the first three, definitely need making. I don't think, you know, I think I think they're just there just to give a little bit of extra support weight to the story. Like, you know, I think there okay, are some yeah, points and stuff sense, which but... are, you're like, oh, yeah, that's pretty cool to know. Yeah, yeah I, I think there are moments in there where it's definitely like, oh, yeah, that's that's kind of, you know, it's it's nice to know, but it's nothing that you kind of needed to know. But it's it's like little moments, little little golden gems, I would call it. Yeah. Where you oh, yeah, oh, that's quite cool to know. But, like, it's not specifically needed for the story to know like you you could watch star wars the new hope and you wouldn't need to know so much about star fame for that you wouldn't need to watch anything like prequels and that so i mean the prequel that does work is is rogue one because um having the rebels and um and having the the you know how they actually got the plans which was a big deal because i mean you got you know the the kind of news of it in in the new hope and it's only like briefly at the beginning but having all that backstory yeah. and all the struggle and the sacrifices to get the the death star plans is is a big deal and i think that yeah. that's one of the backstories that i'm like thank god they made that because <laughs> that was great yeah. and that's lewis's favorite film i do so like one yeah, that, that was I know. Right, 100%. Yeah, I think you know. I, I, I think I think all of us are pretty much agreement. Like, you know, it's it's not known, not as necessary. When it's done right, and it's meaningful. Yeah, when, 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 yeah, when it's done right, and they've not taken that mystery from the character, then it's fine. But I think you know, if they portray this character like they give everything to us, I think that's when they. I think yeah. they lost it. It's when you try and ex- try and explain established characters everyone yeah. else loves, and it's just kind of yeah, flops. Um, but yeah, guys, you know, we here we are. Um, that's our thoughts on Star Wars Episode Two: Tech the Clones, Lewis's favorite film. Yeah, you know, please, uh, literally, uh, please win some of that. You know, send them all the Star Wars Two quotes memes. I would love for you to. Especially about the sand, sand. <laughs> um, and Charlotte, it was it was lovely to have you on here, Charlotte. It was absolutely amazing. Me as a guest, thank you, uh, Charlotte. Um, w- would you like to join us next week for episode three? Yeah, absolutely. I, yeah. I feel like I feel like Charlotte has become part of this journey of the Star Wars. <laughs> I think she, I think I feel like she has to. I think there's like. So, I mean, I, I'd be kidding. She has so many mic drops, mate. It's just, <laughs> mate. It's, I said, the there's no point. Mics on the floor broken. Dropped so many times. Hey, what, what? Our mics are so dusty, mate. We're not being saying much. <laughs> being Charlotte's podcast. This is this is it, mate. But yeah, I think I think you know, guys. If you you know if you like Charlotte as well, you know what she's saying. Let us know. But yeah, Charlotte's been amazing. To have you on, and um, we'll hope to have you on next week. We'll yeah. hopefully have you next week. Because I think it was good. It's good. 
yeah and uh, yeah i'm i'm looking forward to talking more more star wars and what happens next <laughs> yeah what there's a lot more what happens you'll find what could out. it be lewis what could it be? what could it be i have jar got no clue it's just all <laughs> mate, new all new to me mate mate all it is straight in my head what happened wait wait what but yeah. I, mate, I love Revenge of the Sith, though. Just saying. Oh, mate, tell you why that's going to be a big one, especially the end scene. Come on, that's going to be a big one. And then soon, us we got a big one coming up, ain't we? I can't wait, mate. That's yeah. coming. That's that's poaching. But yeah, guys, if if you like to see Charlotte in more of the Star Wars, kind of like a what we what we call it, Star Wars Wednesdays, we we yeah. watch kind of Star Wars rewatching, whatever. Um, let us know because you know all information like that helps us. But guys, we hope you enjoyed this episode, and um, please give us a like and a little follow to support us. And we'll see you guys in a galaxy far, far away. <laughs>